0: Hello, hello! Who is it? It's Silly Aunt Sissy! Hey! Hello! I see you! I see Bubba. I see Chessie! I see little Cory and Pig Panther! And I see Abigail! And most importantly, I see you! Thanks for joining me today on the adventures of Silly Aunt Sissy! We are going to have a lot of fun today! We are gonna have fun, fun, fun. We're gonna have fun till Daddy takes the teabed away. We're gonna have fun, fun, fun. Until we can't have any more fun. That's the name of the game when you stay with silly and sissy. We have fun, fun, fun until the fun can't be had. We love to have fun, yes we do. It's silly and sissy time, so let's do something and have some fun. Yay! and read some stories because stories are amazing stories are amazing we have two brilliant stories today that I have for you first off we're gonna start with a poem from where the sidewalk ends and that's my cat Gatsby he's always with us magic Sandra seen a leprechaun Eddie touched a troll Laurie danced with witches once, and Charlie found some goblins' gold. Donald heard a mermaid sing. Susie spied an elf, but all the magic I have known, I've had to make myself. And one more. Homemade boat. That boat that we just built is just fine, and don't try to tell us it's not. The sides and back are divine. It's the bottom, I guess we forgot. Urgh. Oh my. Can't forget the bottom. Silly and Sissy says, no way. Don't forget the bottom of the boat. Wow. All right, guys. We're almost done with Little Prince. The Little Prince is an amazing story for everybody. And let's begin. Well, where did we leave off? The Little Prince and him were looking for water. And the, the airplane pilot... And he said, Come back tomorrow evening. Besides the well, there was a ruin of an old stone wall. When I came back from my work next evening, I saw from some distance away my little prince sitting on top of his wall with his feet dangling, and I heard him say, Then you don't remember. This is not the exact spot. Another boy must have answered him, for he replied to it, Yes, yes, it is the right day, but this is not the place. I continued my walk towards the wall. At no time did I see or hear anyone. The little prince, however, replied once again, "'Exactly. You will see where my track begins in the sand. "'You have nothing to do but wait for me there. "'I shall be there tonight.' "'I was was only twenty meters from the wall, and I still saw nothing.' After a silence, the little prince spoke again, "'You have a good poison. "'You are sure that it will not make me suffer too long.' I stopped in my tracks. My heart started a thunder, but still I did not understand. Now go away, said the little prince. I want to get down from the wall. I dropped my eyes then to the floor of the wall, and I leaped into the air. There before me, facing the little prince, was one of those yellow snakes that took just 30 seconds to bring your life to an end. Even as I was dragging into my pocket to get out my revolver, I made a running step back, but at that But, at the noise I made, the little snake let himself flow easily across the sand like a dying spray of a fountain, and in no apparent hurry disappeared. I reached the wall just in time to catch my breath, and my little man in my arms, his face as white as snow. ''What does this mean?'' I demanded. ''What are you talking with snakes about?'' I had loosened the golden muffler that he always wore, I had moistened his temples, and now I did not dare ask him any more questions. I'm glad that you have found what was the matter with your engine. Now you can go home. How do you know about that? I was just coming to tell him that my work had been successful. He made no answer, but he added, I too am going back home today. Then sadly, it is not much further, it is much more difficult. It is much further, it is much more difficult. I realize clearly that something extraordinary is happening. I was holding him close to my arms as if he were a little child, and yet it seemed to me that he was rushing headlong toward abyss, from which I could do nothing to restrain him. I have your sheep, and I have the sheep's box, and I have the muzzle, and it gave me a sad smile. I waited a long time. I could see that he was reviving little by little. Dear little man, you are afraid. He was afraid. There was no doubt about it, but he laughed lightly. I shall be much more afraid this evening. And I knew that I could not bear the thought of never hearing that laughter any more. Little man, I want to hear you laugh again. But he said to me, Tonight it will be a year, my star. Then he can be found right above the place where I had come to earth a year ago. Little man, tell me this is only a bad dream. This affair of the snake and the meeting place and the star. But he did not answer my plea. He said to me instead, the thing that is important is the thing that is not seen. Yes, I know. It is just as it was with the flower. If you love a flower that lives on a star, it is sweet to look at the sky at night. All the stars are abloom with flowers. Yes, I know. It is just as it is with the water. Yes, I know. And at night, you will look up at the stars where I live. Everything is so small that I cannot show you where my star is to be found. It is better like that. My star will just be one of the stars for you. And so you will love to watch all the stars in the heavens. They will all be your friends. Besides, I am going to make you a present. He laughed again. Ah, little prince, dear little prince, I love to hear that laughter. That is my present, just that. It will be just as it was when we drank the water. What are you trying to say? Ah, men have the stars. But they are not the same things for different people. For some who are travelers, the stars are guides. For others, they are no more than little lights in the sky. For others who are scholars, they are problems. For my business then, they were wealth. But all these stars are silent. You, you alone, will have the stars, as no one else has them. What are you trying to say? In one of the stars I shall be living. In one of them I shall be laughing, and so it will be as if all the stars were laughing. When you look at the sky at night, you, only you, will have stars that can laugh. And he laughed again. <laughs> and when your sorrow is confronted, you will you'll be content that you have known me. You will always be my friend. You will want to laugh with me. And you will sometimes open your window, so for the pleasure. And your friends will be promptly astonished to see you laughing at you look up at the, as you look up at the sky. Then you'll say to them, "Yes, the stars always make me laugh, and they'll think you are crazy. It'll be a very shabby trick that I shall have played on you." And he laughed again. It'll be as if in a, it'll be as if, in a place of the stars, I had given you a great number of little bells that knew how to laugh. And he laughed again. Then he quickly became serious. Tonight, you know. Do not come. I shall not leave you, I said. I shall look as if I were suffering. I shall look a little as if I were dying. It is like that. Do not come to see that. It is not worth the trouble. I shall not leave you. But he was worried. I tell you, it is also because of the snake. He must not bite you. Snakes, they are mean creatures. This one might bite you just for fun. I shall not leave you. But a thought came to reassure him. It is true that they have no more poison for a second bite. That night I did not see him set on his way. When I succeeded in catching up with him, he was walking along quickly. Ah, you are there. And he took me by the hand, but he was still worrying. It was wrong of you to come. You will suffer. I shall look as if I were dead, and that will not be true. I said nothing. You understand it is too far. I cannot carry the body with me. It's too heavy. I said nothing. But it'll be like an old abandoned shell. There is nothing sad about old shells. I said nothing. He was a little discouraged. You know, it will be very nice. I too shall look at the stars. All the stars will be wells with the rusty pulley, all the stars will be pull pour out of fresh water for me to drink. I said, nothing. That will be amazing. You'll have 500 little bells, and I shall have 500 million springs of fresh water. And he too said nothing more, because he was crying. Here it is. Let me go on by myself. And he sat down, because he was afraid. Then he said again, you know, my flower, I'm responsible for her. And she is so weak. She is so naive. She has four thorns of no use at all to protect her against all the world. I too sat down because I was not able to stand up any longer. There now, that is all. He still hesitated. There was nothing there but a flush of yellow close to his ankle. And... He remained motionless for an instant. He did not cry out. He He fell as gently as a tree. And now 6 years have already gone by. I have never yet told the story. The companions who met me on my return were well content to see me alive. I was sad, but I told them I am tired. And now my sorrow is comforted a little. That is to say not entirely. But I knew that he did not that he did go back to his planet because I did not find his body at daybreak. It was not such a heavy body, and at night I love to listen to the stars, it is like five million little bells, but there is extraordinary thing. When I drew the muzzle for the prince, I forgot to add the leather strap to it. He will never have been able to fasten it on his sheep. So now I keep wondering, what is happening on this planet? Perhaps the sheep has eaten the flower. At one point I say to myself, oh surely not, the little prince shuts his flower under the glass. And he watches over the sheep very carefully. Then I am happy and there is sweetness in the laughter of all the stars. But another time I say to myself, Oh, at some moment or other one is absent-minded and that is enough. On some one evening he forgot the glass globe or the sheep got out without making any noise in the night and then the little bells are changed to tears. Here then is a great mystery for you who also love the little prince and for me. Nothing in the universe can be the same if something we do not know where. A sheep that we never saw has, yes or no, eaten a rose. Look up at the sky, ask yourself, is it yes or no? Has the sheep eaten the flower? And you will see how everything changes. And no grown-up will ever understand that is the matter of so much importance. Ah, oh my. So... Next time you look at the sky, silly and Sissy says, look at the stars, and think, did the sheep eat this, the flower? This is for me the loveliest and saddest landscape in the world. It is the same as that on the preceding page, but I have drawn it again to impress your memory. Look at it carefully so that you'll be sure to recognize it in case you travel some day to the African desert. And if you should come upon this spot, please do not hurry on. Wait for a time exactly under the star. Then if a little man appears who laughs, who has golden hair, and refuses to answer questions, you'll know who he is. If this should happen, please comfort me. Send me word that he has come back. The end. Amazing, amazing story. And it's a little sad ending, but that's okay. Life is sad sometimes. But it's happy, because his friend is up there in the sky, wondering and living. Well, guys, that is the end of Silly Aunt Sissy's Adventures. And if you have any questions, ask me. I am here for you. Gatsby is here for you, my little kitty cat. And I'm here for more stories to take you to amazing places. And we shall figure it all out. Thanks for listening to Silly Aunt Sissy.